You know, you'd think I'd know better by now. You'd think that after this long of following Twin Valley League sports, and this predates this predates the TVL spotlight. This goes as far back as I can remember. You'd think I'd know better than to say that might be the best thing that happens in Twin Valley League history. Because just when I say that, just when I think that, just hours later, something so much more amazing happens, and it just blows my mind. Hello and welcome in to the TVL Spotlight. Jeff Ward's back in studio once again. What a day yesterday. What a day yesterday in the Twin Valley League. And I, I really, I really don't think it can get better than this. And I, I say that now, hoping that it does. Let's take a look at what happened yesterday. I would be remiss not to start with Troy High School yesterday. Both the baseball and softball teams in very important games and very highly looked at games all over the state. We'll start with the softball girls first as they were in some highly anticipated matchups taking on the McLeod Lady Bulldogs. Unfortunately for Troy, they would drop both games of a doubleheader to a very good McLeod Lady Bulldog team. But sometimes, sometimes in sports, you just have to tip your cap to the other team. McLeod on this day, a high-ranked team and a very, very good team. Let's take a look at some of the stats from those games. First of all, the early game, it was a close game early on. Troy was able to put up two runs in the first inning as Peyton Engman would go yard, scoring Emerson Weber as well to make it 2 nothing. However, McLeod would come back in at the bottom of the inning, put up three, and that was just the start of a rally for the Lady Bulldogs as they would take the 6-2 win in game one, losing pitcher for Troy. She gives up six hits in the game, does strike out 12, but it was the unearned runs that really came back to bite Troy once again that would cause McLeod to really pull away, and again, they get the 6-2 victory. In game two, the bats broke out for McLeod. They get a 15-0 win, only allowing three hits in the ballgame for the Lady Trojans. Emerson Weber had a pair as well as Gracie Grable, but Troy was unable to push anything across. Grable would take the loss in this ballgame. She gives up four earned runs, but again, it was the unearned runs that really hurt Troy in this game, and again, they would drop their first two games of the year to McLeod, 6-2 and 15 to nothing. Now, here's where I go back to, like I said, I've been following this league for a long time. I don't know that I've seen this. I don't know that I've seen this in sports, period. What the Troy boys did yesterday on the baseball diamond against McLeod is just absolutely incredible. They sweep McLeod and do it in convincing fashion. In game one, a 10-0 victory. They get a three-RBI game from Austin Grable, as well as solid games from Reagan Hartman, Preston Christensen, and Odin Bennett, all gathering hits. 
Christensen would get the victory in this one. He goes five innings, strikes out 10. Blevins comes in and finishes it off with two strikeouts as well. So a combined, so as impressive as the offense was in this one, there's one thing I still haven't mentioned. McClough had no hits and no runners on base. A perfect game in game one, a combined perfect game for Troy. They get the 10-0 win. Again, no runners on base for them, Clouth Bulldogs, in game one. Now, that's that's great. That is awesome. If you were to ask the Troy Trojans, would you take a perfect game? Yeah, sure. I thought that'd be amazing. Having a perfect game is a very rare occurrence. But what they did in game two to follow it up, oh, they just throw a casual no-hitter. A perfect game and a no-hitter on the same day in a double header. The Trojans blow out McLeod in game two. They get a 21-0 victory in the second game of the DH. Reagan Hartman with three RBIs, two coming from Bowden Bennett's as well as Sawyer Ashburn and Jacob Clary. Reagan Hartman gets the victory for Troy on this day. He goes three innings, strikes out six. And again, this game was over quickly. 13 runs in the fourth inning. That would punctuate the victory. And just that what a day. What an absolutely incredible day. As I said, I've been covering this league a long time. I've been watching this league for a long time. I've never seen anything like this. Congratulations to the Troy boys. What a day. Just an absolutely incredible day. Again, they get the sweep of McLeod, 10-0 and 21-0. A no-hitter and a perfect game. Just an incredible day for Troy. Just like the ladies, the boys will take on Jeff County North coming up on Thursday. The Chargers have to be a little bit worried about what's going on, both the baseball and softball teams, probably for two different reasons. The baseball and softball teams of the Chargers have to be a little bit worried because you know the Troy girls are going to come back firing on all cylinders in their games. And then after you see what just happened with the Troy baseball team, those bats, they might as well come with what were those big bats that we used when we were when we were kids? Those big plastic bats that we used when we were kids. That might be what Jeff County North has to bring if they are going to face these. They need the biggest bats that they can, and just hope, just hope for the best. Again, a tremendous day for the Troy baseball team, and uh, big things to come. I think still from both the Trojans and the Lady Trojans. Again, their their next time on the field is on Thursday against JCN. Let's move now to the Donovan West Mustangs as they were taking on Holton yesterday. We'll start with the ladies. A pair of back-to-back wins for the Lady Mustangs. They take down Horton game in game one, 15-2. A five-run first inning and a five-run third inning were the big catalysts for the victory in this one. It was a three RBI day for Halea Idol, as well as 
Brooklyn Ross, Brenna Eady added two, and in total, nine players for the West had ribbies in this game. And again, they get the 15-2 victory over Horton. Winning pitcher was J.C. Cluck. She goes five innings, strikes out nine, does give up five hits, and two earned runs. But again, the D-West bats were on fire in game one, and they get the 15-2 victory. Now, when I say the D-West bats were big in game one, in game two, 26-9, D-West takes the victory over Horton in this one. Four RBI from Halea Idol, as well as Miley Harrell and Brooklyn Denton. And once again, Donovan West was able to capitalize on some unforced errors for Horton. And again, they would get the big-time victory in this one. Rawls gets the win. She goes four innings, strikes out five, does give up six runs. But once again, with the bats as good as D. West was in this game. There was really no stopping them. Donovan West was actually down early in this game. They put up eight runs in the top of the first. and the bottom of the first, they would give up all nine of the runs that they would allow in this game and then bounce back with innings of nine, four, and five. And this game was ended early. Again, 26-9. They get the doubleheader victory, again winning 15-2 and then 26-9. Elsewhere, the D-West boys would get victories over Holton, 11-1 and 16-6. As far as the Mustang baseball team goes, they would be swept by Holton, 11-1 and 16-6. Finally, in baseball, the Onega baseball team split with St. Mary's, falling in game one, three to nothing. Colby Simpkins had a pair of hits, as well as Zach and Race Fisher, each having one. But Onega was unable to push anyone across the plate. And again, they would fall in game one, three to nothing. Game two, however, went much better for Onega. Jackson Coulterman and Luke Kelzer both with two RBI night. Coulterman, a three-hit game in this one. Onega would put up seven hits in the ball game, and again would take the 8-1 victory over St. Mary's Academy. Zach Fisher takes the win in this game. He allows five hits, strikes out seven, only allows the one earned run. And again, Fisher takes the W on the day for the Buffaloes as they split the doubleheader with St. Mary's. Let's take a break. When we come back, we have golf still at Onega. And then we'll take a look at what we have coming up today. A shorter schedule on our Tuesday, but still a lot to talk about in the Twin Valley League coming up over the next few days. Back in 90, you're listening to the TBL Spotlight. You know, the staff at B&D Buildings and Axel are a lot like their hometown Eagle athletes. They know the work starts long before what anyone sees. The planning and preparation are just the first step in providing quality worksmanship at B&D Buildings. They know teamwork is the key to their success. That's why B&D Buildings remains family-owned and family-run for over 15 years. They know no matter how difficult the task, they can get it done. From small garages to large machine sheds, no project will get any less than 100% effort. They know that sometimes you have to go that extra mile to get the job done. That's why B&D Buildings services areas in Kansas, Nebraska, Missouri, and Iowa. 
But most importantly, just like the student-athletes of Axel High, the staff at B&D Buildings are proud to be a part of the Axel community and happy to provide the best that they can for the people that they know and love. Visit bdbuildings.net or call 785-294-0147. B&D Buildings and Axel, proud sponsor of the Axel Eagles on the TBL Spotlight. High school sports season means lots of travel and lots of wear and tear on your vehicle. And if you don't have your car or truck well maintained, you can be in an unexpected roadside breakdown on your way to the big game. That's why you need to get your vehicle into Becker Auto Repair and Performance in Centralia. The highly trusted staff at Becker Auto Repair will check your vehicle over to make sure you are ready for those long nights. Does your car, truck, or van need tires? Becker's does that too. You can buy the size you need and have them mounted on site. Becker's has everything to get your vehicle in top shape. Call Becker Auto Repair and Performance at 785-857-3215. That's 785-857-3215. Becker Auto Repair and Performance in Centralia, proud sponsor of Centralia Panther Athletics on the TBL Spotlight. And now a word from the guys at 785 Sports. What's up, guys? This is Carson from 785 Sports. You guys might have seen us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go hit the follow button. We're almost at 3,000 followers on Instagram, growing rapidly every day. But we just wanted to let you guys know that the much-anticipated podcast is making a return. Interviews from your favorite athletes in the 785 area. So make sure to tune in on that. That'll be on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thank you, guys. And welcome back to the show. Finally today, let's take a look at the golfers. They were at the Onega Invitational yesterday. This one featuring Frankfurt, Hanover, Centralia, Washington County, and of course, the host Buffaloes. It was Eli Oliver from Onega taking the title. He shoots an 80. That was one stroke ahead of Washington County's Carson Kern, one of Current best rounds of the year. He takes an 81 in second place. Third went to Paxton Bowers of Centralia, shooting an 82. He ties with Jaden DeWalt. Another terrific round for DeWalt, who has been near the top of the leaderboard all year long. Centralia's Drew Gibbs ties for fifth, shooting an 85. Right behind him was Luke Wurzberger of the Onega Buffalo, shooting an 88. Connor Nider ties for ninth with an 89. And finishing just outside the top 10 were a pair of Washington County Tigers, Noah Hoover and Monty Huckett, shooting a 90 and a 91, respectively. Onega would take the team title, shooting a 353. That was 11 strokes better than their nearest competition, Washington County, shooting a 364 for second place, finishing just ahead of Bishop Seabury. So a nice round again for Washington County on the on the backs of the three that we mentioned, Kern, Hoover, and Huckett, all with top 15 rounds. A very good day for the Washington County Tigers as well. Let's take a look at what we have today in the Twin Valley League. For all intents and purposes, a very short day. It is track at Nemaha Central, that featuring Axel and Donovan West. And the Blue Valley baseball team is at Wilson today. Plenty more to come this week on the TVL Spotlight. I'll be back tomorrow with the United Bank and Trust TVL Spotlight Athlete of the Week. And then, of course, we have plenty more to come on the athletics 
side as well as our Thursday is once again loaded with baseball and softball. As for today, though, that's going to do it. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, I will be back tomorrow. Check out the UBT Player of the Week and and lots more to come here on the TVL Spotlight. Have a great day. We'll see you later this week. In sports, injuries happen. That's why the Hanover Wildcats are happy to have the Hanover Hospital as their local source for quality health care. Hanover Hospital prides themselves on providing state-of-the-art health care for every member of the family. Just a short trip from home with a friendly and local staff who care for their patients. Visit their website at HanoverHospitalKS.org or come see them at 205 South Hanover Street. The Hanover Hospital, proud sponsor of Wildcat Athletics on the TVL Spotlight.